Guys, welcome back to another episode of Daily Blue Weekly. My name is Bluey. And my name's Gabe. And this is your weekly dose of the news stories that matter, but let's be honest, it's mostly the ones that don't. Now, first things first, we owe you guys an apology. We are deeply sorry. We're fucking three days late on this thing. Well, whenever this comes, I don't even know when this is coming. I don't even care at this stage. Yeah, it, look, audio listeners, you'll be getting this on a Monday afternoon. Whatever. We're late. <laughs> We're very sorry. <laughs> The fucking the technology gods big tech. not on our side. We're trying to get silent. Big tech's trying to fucking silence us. Basically, as you know, we drop an episode every Friday. Mm-hmm. We did. We did our bit. We did our bit. We did not fuck up. The camera is recording. The mics are on. We check every time and now. The, and the fucking and the SD card failed. Like it literally just was, there was no audio. So you're getting your podcast late, and also you're not getting the original podcast that we recorded because no. we were both very. Mad yeah. <laughs> last week, we and did- also fuck everyone in the newsroom that thinks it's every time it's my fault. Well, that's that's just the producer. That's <laughs> yeah. just like, do you know why that is? Because everyone knows I have no clue with this shit. Yeah. So they're like, "There's no way I'm having anything to do with with it." So it must be you. Yeah. yeah it's just yeah. process of elimination. They know I'm too stupid. <laughs> so it's got to be your fault. And human, and which is not, but human nature is to point the finger. Someone's got to. Someone's got to get the blame. Someone's got to wear it, and it's fucking game. It's so anyway. That's what happened with that. And the other annoying thing about what happened with the last episode is we had, well, we have huge fucking news. Which that you probably we, already know now. Which you guys probably already know by now because we was we had to, we weren't, we didn't have to, but we were told that the sooner we could get the news out, the better. We thought perfect Friday's pod is the perfect time. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that opportunity was taken away <laughs> from us with the fucking fuck up. <laughs> fuck me. So uh. the news went out on Daily Blue Socials, Gabe Socials, on Friday, if you didn't hear it, there is some fucking huge news. Gabe and I are becoming pugilists. We're going to be fighting at a very exciting boxing event. The gloves are on. The gloves are going on. So April 27th at the Gold Coast Convention Centre, which is... That's where Tim Zoo fought the other week. I know. So essentially... It's essentially professional athletes now. We have one up on him. Uh, Alpha Events and Jamie Mir Productions present the Podcast Royale. So it's the first ever all-podcast fight night. So it's basically kind of like a who's who of Australian podcasters, and they're just punching on. It's going to... like It's fucking... It's what dreams are made of, It's mate. what... It literally... I don't know if it is, but it's, it's going <laughs> to be- been, I've been dreaming of them. Well, I've, been having, I've been fucking scared. I've been having nightmares about <laughs> yeah. it. So there's a heap of different- There's going to be like tons of different fights on the night. There's an ant weight fight, which I believe is little people. Yep. The M word. Yeah. <laughs> we were told not to use when we're talking about <laughs> I it. You would do it again. Do you want me to do it again? Make no, you believe it? No, no, no. It's He says that with respect. No, we have to believe it. They said they said <laughs> oh, don't. Oh, I wonder. Oh, they're gonna guess what you said. You fucking moron. Yeah, but they said don't say it. They said be respectful. So you have to believe it. Oh my god. Uh, there's a lingerie fight. There's a seven man lightweight blindfold fight. There's a seven man heavyweight blindfold fight. There's a tag team fight, which Gabe and I are going to be fighting in uh, against the Almost a Man podcast. Some boys from Cairns, who are apparently some pretty big boys. They're both big and. I have on good authority that one of them can definitely fight. One of them's like probably like me, who he hasn't, he can't fight, but he's just a big guy. Mm. And one of them is a big guy, and apparently, and, and apparently has had some boxing experience. Apparently, grew up fighting, so. which is really sick. But do they have the ticker of Daily Blue News Weekly? Oh, Who's to say? P- probably, <laughs> probably yes. 
Uh, and there's also going to be blindfold fights, which there's, there's going to be more details about this coming. Um, it's, it's Like I said, it's not till April. So this is all just sort of the, the bare bones of it at the moment. But you're going to get more info, including ticketing stuff uh, as we learn more. So super fucking exciting. The podcasts that are featuring, obviously, heavyweights, the alpha blokes, mm-hmm. who have teed this whole thing up, basically. Done a uh, great job so far. As well as the two flogs. So this is sort of, they're doing all the heavy lifting. We're just getting on the back of it and hopefully milk it for some yeah. success. <laughs> uh, proper true yarns The legends at the bloody brilliant beers We mean well those superstars The Reggies The Deadass Podcast The Levels Podcast uh, Almost a Man Which are the boys that we're punching on Of course Daily Blue Weekly Marty and Michael Fully Actual Those guys have a fucking Enormous following on YouTube oh, They're like pranksters uh, Mil- Like in the millions Yeah and, uh, and the Cast Patrol boys as well from Sydney So uh, heaps of special guests through the night it's going to be fucking sick. We're going pretty fair income with it. Yeah, we're going to do our best, get some training. Yeah, we're actually looking for sponsors too. So if anyone out there is listening or knows anyone that might be keen to get involved with some sponsors, um, just flick us a DM or, or whatever, get in touch. Because um, we are we are looking to do it sort of pretty fair income. We're going to do a full camp and get a trainer and, and you know, learn how to hold our gloves up and not disgrace ourselves fully. That would be, that would be ideal. In, in saying that, we could do this whole camp and I might just get – Fucking knocked out like 30 seconds into it too. So that is also a possibility. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fucking sick. No, bro. It should be so much fun. I'm keen to get in there and have a go. I was doing um some eavesdropping on the Almost Man podcast to see what they had to say about the boxing event. What'd they say? And um, I know one of them said that uh, his like, goal is to get down to 90 yeah. kilos. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm 78 kilos dripping wet. Yeah, no, that would be, I think he's, so there's two, so I spoke to their producer yeah. last week. By the way, guys, we covered all this on the last podcast <laughs> we did, but you guys need to know this information. Uh, so forgive me if we don't seem too enthusiastic this episode. <laughs> we, are, we, we are pumped. We are pumped. It's just a little bit depressing. We're going to do it again. We already did this all <laughs> once. So I spoke to their producer last week and I was trying to just, because he, his first question to me was, trying to get a gauge on how fair income we were taking it. Mm. And I said, look, mate, I was told by Buster Kirby from the Two Flogs podcast who sort of organised the whole thing, it's a fight. People are paying money to come, so you got to take, you know, treat it pretty fair income. Also, I don't want to get my head punched in. Yeah, that'd be embarrassing. So well, Gabe and I were sort of in agreement that we would take it seriously. We'll do a camp. We'll train for it. We'll learn how to fight as best we can in fucking kind of 12 weeks kind of thing. So I said that to, to their producer – and then I was trying to get a gauge on how well the boys you can actually fight. You should have downplayed what we were going to do. That's what you should have done. Oh, man. Well, gonna they might, it might not change because one of them can fight. He's probably not worried about it. So yeah, he might not do a camp regardless. At the end of the day, yeah. He's yeah. keen. Um, so, and what, yeah. So one of the fellas is his, is his brother. He's a producer's brother. He said he's never seen him have a fight. Mm. So he wants to take it quite seriously. And I was like, that's fine. And the other fella apparently grew up pretty rough and he likes fighting and can fight. <laughs> so I was like, you can fight him, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they're both huge. They're both like big boys. Oh, well, so, it'll be fine. No, it's going to be sick. It's going to be fucking awesome. So a lot of body shots. We're, we're going to, uh, we're going to make a week out of it. So I think the fights are on a Saturday. You and I are probably going to go up on maybe the Wednesday, do a few podcasts with a few other boys up there and get a heap of content in and then do some serious boozing after it, obviously, as well. So uh, it's going to be fucking sick. So tickets, there's no ticket info yet, but 
there are tables for sale, which uh, like if you have a business or something, you want to get a table that includes all your, like your food and grog and uh, a bit of marketing and stuff up there as well. So uh, flick us a message if you're interested in that or otherwise sit tight because it, it probably will sell out too. Yeah. And it is going to be fucking a good, like a good, like, you know, take the boys up and do a bit of ripping and tearing. So I'm very excited to be a part of it. And just know that this is partly Blue and I's way of getting one back for the state of New South Wales. Mm. They're two Queenslanders. Mm. You know, we've, Covered back when Save Origin was going That we need to get one back We do need to restore some pride For sure So they're You know We are happy to put the state on our back And hopefully Hopefully yep. not compound things And make it worse <laughs> By going up there and getting fucking flogged In enemy territory too Yeah Especially because like I think they are kind of branding our fighters Like State v state Like redemption Yeah I know And then we're, we're behind enemy lines Like we're gonna be in Queensland And we got Buster on our side Yeah One of the um, organisers So he's, he's, he's gonna talk it up to Lux too yeah. And if we go out there And get fucking folded <laughs> <laughs> Like our precious blues did this year Yeah uh, But it is gonna be fucking sick So And then talks of a forfeit Not sure what it is yet Charity I was, There's talk of money to charity so far Okay Nothing, nothing concrete But that was the, the early talks There will be a forfeit for the loser um, something wholesome like that. Something wholesome. Yeah, semi wholesome. Anyway, <laughs> so that so there's that news, guys. That we ideally should have brought you probably four days ago, but you're getting it now. Um, that's exciting. Now we have like two lots of weekends to catch up on because we're recording this on a Monday now. We do. We can just can the other weekend. Yeah, we both had quiet ones anyway. The for the two yeah. weekends ago, yeah. yeah, and it didn't have a quiet one this weekend. No, neither of us. Okay, cool. So how <laughs> how was you had the wedding? I did. I had the wedding. How was the we- where was it at? Was it local? Uh, Centennial Park is it called? Right near Lowlands. Oh, town. Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah. So oh, nice. Yeah, it, that's yeah, a- it was just nice park. Nice little rotunda. Weather was good. Yeah, yeah. Because it- shout out to the Beckets. Congratulations if either of you are listening. A uh, few days leading up to it, weather was not looking good. Proper weather. I was pumped. Not obviously for the wedding to get but ruined. Were. I had a rain day last yeah, week. Yeah. Oh my god! Like you forget because we're not going to get much rain this P- year. Perfect day to do a podcast, nice and early. Yeah, it was like it was almost like we did do that. <laughs> Fucking rain day, knock the pot. We, were, we had the potty knocked over That's last week. Was so much more annoying about Bro, it, bro. I was not to keep harping on about it. I was fucking furious. Yeah, I know, mate. Like I was like. So mad, and I was fucking with your emotions because I told you it was fucked. And I said no, I got it back, and then I was like, oh, it's oh, I, I wasn't like, I was just so mad because I think mostly because of the announcement. Yeah, I was 100%. like, this, we had this big awesome news, and then it just fu- anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, back to the wedding. Yeah, but so the weather ended up being fucking awesome. They nailed it. Um, beautiful. You know, I teared up a little bit. Yeah, no, <laughs> I am, bro. I'm, I'm a nah, soft. I'm a soft doing it. They're great. I love weddings. Yeah, he got a bit, you know, the teary and the pauses when he was saying his um yeah. speech and that. Choking up a bit. So nice. Straight over to Lowlands. Was that where the reception was? Nah, nah, nah. Oh, okay. But it wasn't until like a couple hours. So we had a few beers there. Then up to the Merriweather Surf House. Yeah, nice. Which was like really nice. Yeah, that's flash up there. Um, Yeah, everyone had a sick time. Um, I, I, so I didn't end up emceeing. I don't know if I announced that on a podcast. Yeah, or not. you did, but it was a podcast that didn't yeah. make it to air. Yeah, but yeah, you've been having a bit of a few Wesley Garmas with your vertigo. Yeah. So, but uh, so I just didn't want to that to be an issue, but it wasn't. But shout out to one who did emcee. I copped a spray. Good in speech, for which is justified. Yeah, respect. Yeah, yeah. Respect. He's, he's like, you know, I'm handsome, cunning, blah blah. Can you believe I wasn't the first pick? Yeah. Can Gabe Thomas, please raise his hand. I yeah. was like, oh, 
yeah. go no, down good. with a good case of the cowards, he yeah, said. And nice. I was like, yeah, so justified, but fuck. Praise, pray. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's nice. Very but, good. Yeah, other than that, it was just so sick. Uh, next to you, Rufus DeSalle. Yes. That's was all, that, that was their first dance. Dude, that's not to get too fucking soft. I, every time I hear that song, I think about having my first dance with Jesse to that song. And also, the guy from Rufus wrote that for his wife for oh, their wedding. He? Yeah, and he performed it for it at their wedding. Oh, wow. Such a cool song. I didn't song. know that. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. then obviously, once a V drops, like everyone comes yeah. on the floor. Everyone comes, yeah, that's exactly what I pictured for my wedding. Yeah, well, I got yeah. to experience it. Yeah, cool. How'd it go? <laughs> it Good. Was beautiful. Yeah, to okay. See. I'm glad to know it works because it, <laughs> yeah. it was working in my head. I haven't even got engaged. <laughs> I still like every time I hear that song. Uh, great song. Yeah, mate. That was. That big was, night? Yeah, big night. Just. Free piss. I mean, yeah. how can you not? You know oh, what I mean? Of course. Yarns deluxe, dancing deluxe. But I didn't go out after, which was a good thing because I actually have this theory. It's once you stop drinking is when you become smacked. Uh, like, I feel like if you just like the second you get off the beers, I mean, maybe that's probably because you've had too many by then. Yeah. No, I've I've built myself by keeping drinking. So <laughs> yeah. I about that one. <laughs> it's like whenever you walk out of a venue or like you get home, you're like, oh, I'm fucked. Yeah. Yeah, no. Not, not relatable for you? No, I've had that a few times while I'm still at pubs and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I do know what you mean. Like sometimes you don't realise how belted you are until you change venues. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get up or you change rooms or you go outside and you go, holy shit. Yeah. Usually happens to me when I go for a cigarette. Like I'll be sitting like locked in a D&M for fuck, fuck knows do, how long. Yeah. And then I'll be like, I'm going for a lung buster and I'll get up and go outside. And then you get a minute to yourself and I go, oh. I'm fucking belted. Yeah. <laughs> And when I realise it, I'm telling everyone, oh, you're just going, oh, I'm yeah, fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, next day was a write-off, obviously. Of course. Just enough, binge some TV. But how was your weekend, mate? You, We were going to record this pod a bit earlier again. Yeah, so I we- got up early before the wedding and you, I see a message at 3 a.m. Can the pod, mate. I'm still yeah. on the sauce. So we, <laughs> we had, so obviously, just to let you guys peek behind the curtain a little bit, when our SD card and big tech failed us with our original recording of the pod, we put our grief aside and said, fuck it, let's be professional here. Let's Saturday morning, like Gabe was willing to put time aside before this wedding so we could punch out another pod. You were going to edit it and get it up sad the other. Yep. So it was literally, the pod was probably potentially only going to be 15 hours later than it normally yeah. is. That's that's to show you guys that's, our dedication. That is... Mostly well, my dedication. That's fifty percent of the show is that dedicated. The other fifty percent, <laughs> which is me, went for dinner with some mates and had like got on it. Yeah, like, yeah got right up at it after. <laughs> we, 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 me and a few mates and our girlfriends go out like once every few months, and we have like a kitty, like money, like scrap metal money and stuff that we just sort of put aside. And, uh, and we go out like once every few months and we just go somewhere nice for dinner, eat and drink whatever we want, run up a sick tab and it just we just pay for it out of this money. Yep. It was that night. Mm-hmm. So I've had like two bottles of wine at dinner <laughs> and like it was just the vibes were high. And then everyone, where we went for dinner was very close to my place. So everyone came back to mine. Next minute it was three o'clock. And you're like... Mate, I didn't go. Good like, on you for remembering to let me know. Oh, no, I was thinking about it the whole time. And then I was like, <laughs> I was just at this thing. I was like... Oh no! Nah, every, and everyone was having a lot of fun. I was like, I can't boot anyone. And then I was like, but then the next thing it was like seven. I was like, there's no way. Yeah. <laughs> so that was yeah. Saturday was um, Saturday was also a complete write off for me. That probably also worked out good because one of the all time fuck rounds for me, and it's something I'm working on, is not getting pissed off at the missus for how long they take to get ready. Yeah. Because like I have a 
pretty clear idea on where I want to be somewhere yeah. and when I want to be there. Yeah. And and it's like, and you make it very clear to them that like, I want to be there at this time, be ready. And it doesn't matter how often, yeah. they just fucking refuse, bro. So I'm working on my patience there. It's, so a, it's a heaps good exercise in patience. Yeah. And it's something that I thought it was just me for the longest time. It's not. It's every bloke and their missus. Yep. And another thing is like I'm the same because of my job. I'm quite like my timekeeping is pretty good because I'm like, okay, this this task got to take me this long. I need to be here at this. Like I'm like that's kind of my day every day. Yeah. So then when it just transfers straight over into social time. So I'm like to my missus, I'm like, you need to like so we can. Yep. They don't don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I don't. But it's not, it's all of them. Yeah, yeah. And I know so I'm, I'm generalising here, girls. It is all of you. It, li- it, it feels like it's literally all of you. <laughs> and every bloke I speak to is like, yeah, no, my missus is yeah. the same. Oh, it's like, so I'm like, oh, that's fine. Board. It makes me feel better. Yeah. Uh, she, it's very My missus funny. did try. She tried her best and she's probably cut down a little bit, but yeah. like I've also stopped nagging at her. I'm like, all right, Gabe, sit and look at your phone and breathe. Yeah, and 100%, <laughs> it is a heaps good like skill for you to just be like, this is an exercise in patience now. Yeah. I just need to be patient here. And then like, if but you're they late, know your stress yeah, as well. Well, they know, but then like, if you're late, they know it's not your fault. Yeah. Like you don't have to, you know, and that's the thing is like learning to bite your tongue. Mm-hmm. Cause then you've still, you can still win the argument, but you don't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. And they know, and you know, and you're like, and they're like, Oh, we're fucking, we're late. But you don't want to ruin the, like, cause nah. it's obviously when you're going somewhere yeah. and you're like, fuck, all right, I'm, yeah. I just have to let this, Fucking emotion pass, yeah. Because I'm pissed off, yeah. But I don't want to ruin this event. We're here now, yeah. It's a ta- it's a it's a real tightrope. What you do is like hang on to it, and then when you've had too much to drink later, let it all just explode <laughs> out of here. Not professional advice. Nah, nah, no, nah, maybe not. Actually, maybe not. So yeah, no, we we had a good blue on the weekend too. After the fucking night out, it was good. Oh, good. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was pretty funny. Kiss and make up? Yeah, it was sweet now. Yeah. It, it was fucking Armageddon for a while. It was pretty oh. funny. <laughs> That's what love is, guys. Yeah, love stinks. Nah, it's good. Um, what else? I can't remember if there's anything else important that we had to mention. We've done the fights, done the weekend. I mean, this is a catch-up episode anyway, really. Yeah. But, yeah, should we just launch into some fucking news? Let's launch into some fucking news. Enjoy. Guys, this episode is brought to you by the legends at Papa Macros. Papa Macros are natural, quality, freshly prepared chef-made meals that are delivered to your door weekly. You can select any of their meals or meal plans that best suit you, and you can order as a one-off or a subscription if you want to save yourself a little bit of time and coin. 100% of their ingredients are sourced locally from family-owned Australian businesses. Now, I know this isn't probably what their intended purpose is, but I fucking love these things when I'm hungover. Now, normally if you go when you're a bit busted, you've got no food in the fridge, you're heading for the kernel mm-hmm. or a low feed, a Mac attack. It's nice in the moment and then it just leaves you feeling like worse. probably worse than what you did originally. Mm-hmm. Again, I know this isn't what Papa Macros <laughs> are for. They are fucking unreal. If so you good. are dusty and you haven't cooked, just nuke one. Um, they're a great treat. I love them. Yeah. I fucking love them. And way better than the microwave meals you can get from like any supermarket, I reckon. They are grouse. Fucking they are honestly grouse. They've got like beef, chicken, seafood. They're very, very good. Uh, right now, Daily Blue weekly listeners can get 10% off their Papa Macros order when you use the code Daily Blue, one word, capital D, capital B, 
at the checkout. So head on over to papamacros.com.au or hit the link in the show notes and use code DAILYBLUE, one word, capital D, capital B at the checkout. Support the guys who support us. Guys, summer is well and truly here and fuck me dead. It's going to be a hot one. Holy <laughs> shit. It was fucking <laughs> honestly today nearly killed me. I know, you were coming in from a hot oh. day. I've been inside all day. I feel for you, mate. Fuck me. Uh, getting enough water in while you're at work is super important, especially this time of year. The legends at Soulcat Designs have a sick range of stainless steel water bottles, travel cups, and bottle coolers to help you get your water on over this stinking hot summer. They've got heaps of sizes from their 500ml travel cups right through to the 1.9 litre big dog that you can see me modelling right here. How good is that? They come in a very flash range of colours and they've just launched their new trading range, which come in pink, Oh, mate, orange and the yeah, nah, yellow that Blue's got. Yes, I love them. I do actually fucking love my Soul Cat so much. Me too, brother. Uh, they've also got a very, very silky range of Japanese-style whiskey glasses. For those of you sickos out there that like to treat yourself to a nip, little nip of whiskey. Uh, right now, Daily Blue Weekly listeners can get 10% off all orders and a free automatic bottle opener when you use the code Daily Blue. That's all one word, capital D, capital B, at the checkout. All you need to do is place your order, add the automatic bottle opener to your cart, uh, and the bottle opener will be discounted. Plus, you'll get 10% off your order when you use the code Daily Blue. Soulcat Designs are an Australian-owned and operated business that we are super pumped to be partnering with. Head over to soulcatdesigns.com. That's S-O-L-K-A-T-T designs.com and use the code DAILYBLUE, one word, capital D, capital B, at the checkout. Now let's get back to the fucking news. (laughs) (laughs) Now guys, take our word for it. We had heaps of fucking really funny news stories last week's show that you didn't hear. So this one's been done in a bit of a hurry. Let's just preface the episode by saying that. Yep. We're still going to give it our all. We do every week. Of course. But not as much of our all went into finding these stories as we did <laughs> on the last episode. Under the pump a bit. That being said, I don't mind this first one that you found for us, Gabe. Uh, you've got a list of acceptable places for a first date brought to us by both genders, men and women. Mm-hmm. Would you care to take our listeners through the list of the top 21 acceptable places for a first date according to the girls? According to the girls. Uh, starting at number one, you got a picnic. That's nice. That's fine. <laughs> Pretty fucking bland there, ladies. Yeah. Um, two, amusement park. Yeah. First date. That is a bit of fun. And if you're out to impress, I, I suppose. I actually did, when I first started seeing my lovely partner, uh, we, like when I say amusement park, I use it loosely. It's Hunter Valley Gardens mm. up from here. And you know, like Christmas time, they have the lights and a Ferris wheel and stuff. We went up there pretty early on. That was cool. No, that's and that's when you're still out to impress. Of course. Yeah. I, I stopped trying not long after that. Uh, three, ice skating. My missus would struggle, I reckon. And she would not do that. There was ice skating. There's an ice skating rink where I went to high school, just up the road in Warners Bay. Mm-hmm. That was like Friday night. You'd like go and patch birds up there. That was yeah. pretty sick. Did you yeah. get a couple? No, I didn't. All the, the cool guys <laughs> My friends did. told me about patching birds. Yeah, the other boys told me that's how it went down. Mini golf. I like mini golf. Mini golf's sick. Yeah, yeah, mini golf's good sick. fun. Go-karting. Expensive for a first date. Ask. And also, not a lot of yarn. Yeah, and chicks are shit drivers too. <laughs> <laughs> Drive-in movie, none of them going around these days. Oh, there was a good head and greeter. There was a heaps good uh, driving movie place like up the valley again. Like you know, I think it's shut down a while ago. That yeah. was fucking. That was a cool. So you, you've done that one, not as a date, but you've nah, been. not as a date. I think I just same thing. I think I was going with the boys all the time. Yeah. <laughs> hey yo, <laughs> no judgment. Um, oh mate, the amount of rooting that get done in driving cinemas. 
Yeah, shit, yeah. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Shit, yeah. Um, seven, theatre, so normal, or I assume that means movies. Uh, eight, bowling, classic. Nine, aquarium. Ten, Ferris wheel. Eleven, movies. Oh, so they're different. They mean What's like the a play. What's the difference between the theatre? Oh, is the theatre like a show then? I guess. And they mean like a the movies. Yeah. Yeah, right. Twelve, just a rooftop. That's nice, I guess. It's pretty fucking vague. 13, the beach. The girls are happy to go to the beach, but yep. not in the top 10. The planetarium. Where the hell's the planetarium? Yeah, I have no idea what that even is, to be honest with you. And then rounding out the 21, we've got the pier, watching the sunset, watching the stars, a park, a bungee park. <laughs> 20, anywhere fun we can play games. That's that's a classic girl answer. Anywhere. Anywhere fun. Yeah, dinner. Where do you yeah. want to eat dinner? Anywhere. Anywhere, besides, but not the, there. besides the five options you give me. And then 21, non-chain restaurants. So no Mackie D's, no Colonel, no uh, Guzman. Yeah, no takeaways. Fussy, fussy ladies. Uh, the list according to the blokes now. This is a little bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit different. The boys. Acceptable first dates according to men. And I think a few of the boys might have been taking the piss here. I'll just quickly wrap it fire off the top 10 because <laughs> I think a few of the boys might have been taking the piss with their answers here this is 1 to 10 graveyard funeral cemetery strip club <laughs> which I all think are great movies dark alley hiking arcades and Costco uh, and the cheesecake factory um, the boys <laughs> this is great dark alley we've also got comedy club Legoland playing Fortnite in the basement small mo- romantic dinner supermarket shopping trampoline park hospital since it's expensive <laughs> it is in America yeah. corn maze children's McDonald's playhouse crime scene and a walk the uh, two most sensible ones on there comedy club and a walk Part of me thinks the boys weren't taking that as seriously as the girls were. Yeah. Whoever the respondents in that survey there from the good people at puberty. Where did you have your first date with your partner? Yeah, I was just trying to remember. I think it was a Nando's job. Back nice. when Nando's was still here. You I'm, were a big Nando's guy too. Yeah, big Nando's guy. And that rooftop at Katara is actually quite a nice little spot. Have you seen just on the big Nando's yeah. guy comment, Chad Townsend's vlog? Yeah. Fucking creased me. Big guy. Just if you haven't seen it. Big Aoli guy. Chad Townsend, the uh, North Queensland Cowboys halfback does a bit of podcasting and vlogging himself. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of vlogs where he goes out for feeds and someone's clipped up all these parts of him from his vlog saying, I'm a big this guy. I'm a big aioli guy. I'm a big red meat over white meat guy. Yeah, I'm a big I'm sports guy. Big, big steak guy. Like, cause that's his thing. So yeah. big Nando's guy. Yeah. <laughs> Nando's. Yeah. What'd you, uh, did you pay? Yeah, I would have. I would have paid. We went to the, I think we went to the beach. Cause I was, I think <laughs> she might've still been <laughs> studying. Nah, she might have still been studying, so she didn't have a lot of coin, and I might have been bad with my money, which I still am now, so I might not have (laughs) had a lot of coin. I might not have changed it So I think we were doing like pretty like budget dates, but it was quite nice, so we would just get like maybe a cheap bottle of wine and some takeaway and take it to the beach and eat it because I live close to the ocean. Get an Uber home. No, walk home. You live like that close. Uh, So yeah, it's fucking, it was good, but no cemetery. No. The cemetery really takes the cake there. Dark Alley's pretty hilarious. (laughs) Give us your first date yarns if any of them are good or any like um absolute oh, there's failures. Some per- there's some perverts fucking there's some perverts listening to this mate. There'll be there'll be some howlers. First date failures or date failures in general. Oh, there'll the be dial-ins. heaps of them yeah, on the dial That's great. Sickos. Blue, you know we don't like to shame people on this podcast. It's not what we do, mate. It's a safe place. That's not what we do around here, but let's do this. But <laughs> that being that. said, I feel like this next headline, someone's getting shamed. <laughs> Go for it. What Our have we got? Good friends at Lad Bible have 
hit us with the headline. Woman reveals her Grinch fetish is so intense that it's caused problems in her relationship. Now, I just want to preface this by saying it doesn't really matter how intense the fetish is. Like, wherever it is on the Grinch fetish spectrum, it would probably cause a problem. Yeah, if you got a little one. It doesn't matter if it's intense or mild. A Grinch fetish is a bit... I mean, let's not shame. Let's let's read on. Nah, what, it, what, 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 what are we talking here? <laughs> um... It reads, it's important not to kink shame people as long as it's consensual, legal, and not breaking any major ethical boundaries. That's fair game. I mean, I suppose I agree. Mm. A woman has discussed her Grinch fetish on Reddit and explained her struggle to get her boyfriend on board with the idea. Who would have thought that'd be such a difficult task? She said, I have a Grinch fetish. My boyfriend knows about this, and for the most part, he accepts it. He'll sometimes read the book to set me in the mood. (laughs) What the fuck? Or if he's feeling really kinky, kinky, he'll tell me, you're a mean one. <laughs> oh, no. The thing is, I don't want to hear about the Grinch or listen to the Grinch or watch the Grinch. I want to be fucked by the Grinch. <laughs> and for the record, this is common among women. Is it? Oh, bullshit. Why? Well, hey, we don't know. I don't know. My boyfriend asked me what I wanted for Christmas and I told him straight up. I told him to put on the greenest, silkiest Grinch costume he could find, kidnap me from my bed on Christmas Eve, then ravage me in front of the Christmas tree. Mm. What the fuck? Now, what is common about this, I think, is uh, maybe like the pe- a little bit of that power dynamic desire, like getting kid- kidnapped and yeah. like a bit of like... Yeah, take, I don't take say, me. Yeah, a bit of that. I don't know about being dressed up as the Grinch. I'm not sure that's common, but like you said, we don't know. We don't know. We'll have to ask our missa. Let's report back. There's ladies that listen to these podcasts that have helped us out with stuff like this before. Dial in Dial. or mail in anonymously and let us know if you have a Grinch fetish or what about this Grinch fetish appeals to you because I just think this is fucking berserk. The fact that he's good with dogs and experienced trauma at a young age makes me want that long fuzzy dick even more. This is a G up. This is a fucking G up. Oh my god. This is a fucking complete G up. The boyfriend flat out refused and said it was too weird for him. I mean, hey, that you gotta respect everyone's boundaries. What a prude. <laughs> Just she misses wants to get jackhammered by the Grinch. You, you, you jackhammer her, goddammit. Do you have that in ya? Oh. Be honest. If she really wanted it, I'd have to be fucking blind, eh? Just some, and you only have to wear the mask. I'd have to be, I'd have to be Christmas, which I mean makes sense because it is a Christmas thing. Yeah. I'd have to be fucking like day drinking all day and be like, right, let's go. Fine, <laughs> yeah, this, fine. If, if this is what you want for Christmas, fine. <laughs> but I'm not getting you anything else. Yeah. This is your, pre- this counts as your present too. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, that's nuts. Um, yeah, respect. I mean, it is what it is. Yeah, uh, each to their own. That's the weirdest kink I've ever heard. Yeah, it's up there. It's definitely up there. All right, Gabe, you've left this next article in our notes as Kim K is doing a par for society. You sent me a little link for Instagram here. You said, Blue, put your headphones on and have a swipe. The Instagram article from High Snobiety, I believe that's a play on words for society, but for yeah, snobs. Yeah. Very clever stuff there. <laughs> Kim Kardashian debuts Skim's nipple bra. Looks pretty good to me. The Earth's temperature is getting hotter and hotter. The sea levels are rising. The ice sheets are shrinking. And I'm not a scientist. But I do believe everyone can use their skill set to do their part. That's why I'm introducing a brand new bra with a built-in nipple. So no matter how hot it is, you'll always look cold. Some days are hard, but these nipples are harder. (laughs) 
And unlike the icebergs, <laughs> these aren't going anywhere. This is hilarious. The Skims Ultimate Nipple Bra. There we go. So let's unpack this. Um, Kim has done a great job. Like she obviously, everyone thinks she's an idiot. And she is to a degree. But I think Kim has done a very, and this like sort of typifies it for me. Got a lot of respect for Kim, especially early work with Ray J and stuff. Like I love love how she got into the game. Um, <laughs> one of the great come-ups. One of the great come-ups. <laughs> she sort of plays this fucking idiot. Mm. Like she's like, I'm just a dumb girl. She's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire. Multi-millionaire. And she leans into this shit really well. Like mm. this is like the, the fucking apex of it. Like she's just leaning into this like- I'm a bimbo. Yeah, I'm a dumb bimbo who's just using my body. It's like it's actually fucking pretty smart. Yeah. Yeah. Is that a real product, by the way? Yeah, I, I looked into it and it is. I, <laughs> you I, looked into I, it, did you? Yeah, because well, I wanted to get hey, a proper Yeah, for the article. show, for the yeah, show, yeah. For yeah. the show. Yeah, great research for the show. It's like, <laughs> uh, I, I thought I put the other article about it in there, but I did You didn't. got distracted. Yeah, I got distracted. <laughs> I ended up opening another website. It was a whole thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what the fuck I was doing. Where pa- am I? Passed out. It was sorted in the what show. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> uh, it is. Re- it is like over a hundred dollars or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, there was a bit of back and forth. People didn't know if it was real or not. That's it, a, I, my first thing was like, is this a piece? Because it, it is like very skit like in nature. That video. Yes. Right? Yep. Correct. Uh, but it is real, and obviously, like. Some people went into bat saying, you know, this could give people who don't have nipples confidence and shit like that. Yeah. Like who hasn't got nipples? I mean, some people don't have nipples, I suppose. It's correct. Yeah. yeah. You know, people who have cancers or whatever. Yeah. Like. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's just Kim K's way of, you know, doing her parts of society. Like she said, you can do what you can with your skill set. Yeah. My, um, my cousin actually met her. He was doing an interview. He worked for, not Vice, but one of them. And he met her and I said, how was she? And he said, she was the most boring media trained person because she was just like, all the answers were just pre-rehearsed and you couldn't ask, you had to like, you know, get your questions Ticket pre-approved. And yeah. Um, good on her. She's a fucking, much, she'd be, she could be close to a billionaire by now. Oh yeah, she wouldn't be Well, she's through, isn't she? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Uh, no, which one? Kylie. Kylie maybe? Just a couple of blokes talking about the Kardashians, eh? This is, this is like I said, guys, this podcast, the, one, the first one we did didn't sound like this. You know, you know, she's like past the bar and shit. What, like there's a lawyer? Yeah. You're kidding. I swear. See, that's what I mean. But she leans into like the fucking yeah. dumb bimbo thing yeah. and just makes bulk coin off it. That's what I do. I'm just like Kim K. I just lean into the dumbness. Yeah, so I'm also pretending I'm a fucking idiot as Everyone well. Everyone knows there's 365 <laughs> days in a year. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this one sent to me by, I won't say who sent it to me, but uh, by one of our listeners and... This is pretty funny. So NBN News, uh, which is our local news station here mm-hmm. in Newcastle, um, it would appear that their website's been hacked. <laughs> right, Somebody's posted an article on nbnnews.com. You can head there now, uh, check. I don't think it's going to still be there. The article is under the headline, Tips on how to prepare for anal sex. <laughs> And uh, it's like a full article. Oh, wow. Uh, they've written like a full article. I don't think NBN News would have... No, wanted- this is a bit more up Lab Bibles Alley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is fully... Yeah, they're talking about lubricant being necessary and beneficial, um, how to clean yourself properly beforehand. I don't think this is NBN News' regular content unless... But as we have learned too, legacy media is kind of dying mm-hmm. um, and potentially... 
they weren't hacked. Potentially, this was just an attempt for them to, you know, get listeners on board. They're just going a bit rogue. They're going, you know what? Fuck it. No one's listening to this shit. No one wants to hear about the war. Let's give them tips on how to, you know, take it up the blurter. Yeah, or give it up the blurter. <laughs> or give it up the blurter. Um, so, yeah, but that's good. I don't know. Head to mbnnews.com now. Um, there's a full article there about, about you know, taking your anal intimacy to new levels. That's so um, fucking funny. It's heaps funny. How do you get past? Like, yeah, like so someone's said, hacked them. It's either a hack or like, a, or it could be an employee on the way out. Yeah, someone's just burned their bridges and gone, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> I, liked them. I like that idea better. Yeah. They're uh, going, fuck this. Yeah, fuck this. Time for anal. I'm going to go work for Lad Bible. Here's some <laughs> of my previous work. Very good. All right, in sports news this week, uh, of course, on Sunday, we had the mega fight over there in, I think, Saudi Arabia. Um, Francis Ngannou took on Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. Fucking, it looked like he won. From what I saw and heard, again, I didn't watch it. I just listened to people who know what they're talking about. The overwhelming majority of people that I heard talk about it said Fury didn't look like he didn't give a fuck. Yep. Nganu knocked him down and walked through everything that Fury threw at him, and it looked like Nganu won. And he hasn't boxed before, yeah. which is a crazy part. Yeah, uh, and they sort of were like they spoke to his camp and him after it, and he said, look, I probably knew I was never going to win on points. Like, they're never going to let him come over there into boxing and give it to him on points. He would have had to do something special to beat him. But That's like, that's the common opinion. Well, that's which boxing. Is like, yeah, yeah, that's... It, it makes it seem very fucking political. Like, yeah. the, like the Furies oh, aren't course. allowed to lose. Of course. Yeah. So why have it? But then it's like, I guess it's just an exhibition you get like, Fury's the lineal unified champion. Mm-hmm. And Nganu in the UFC was just punching the fuck out of everyone. It's the same with McGregor and Mayweather. They just go like, they're two different sports. This guy's awesome. This guy's awesome. Let's let's have an, ex- it's essentially an exhibition. Mm. You're not seeing who's the best because like, Ngannou obviously was the best. Well, yeah, that's what people are saying. Yeah, they, but it's like, it's just this sick thing that everyone wants to see. Like, fuck, imagine if Tyson Fury fought Francis Ngannou. It's like, well, let's do it and yeah. make a fucking mozza. Yeah, see, that's what's sick about the new generation of boxing, I think. Yeah. I, I like these angles. Like, I know you hate the influencer shit, but I, I hate think the influencer it's cool. shit. I Which, think it's cool. Also, I now realise the irony of that because we're doing exactly that. Yeah. Like, we're literally boxing. Yep. But we're not like... I don't know. No, we're doing exactly that. We are, but we're not. Like, we're not going to make fucking millions of dollars off it. And go, <laughs> yeah, and, that's the and part go, we're not getting And right. go fucking calling these blokes, like, you know what I mean? Like, D- Dylan Dennis and fucking yeah. Logan Paul and it, like, just to drum oh, up just, interest. Just watch yourself almost, man, boys. We might start talking shit. <sighs> I'm not going to start talking shit, mate. I told <laughs> yeah. you. I know one of these guys can fight. I'm not going to go fucking right. talking shit. <laughs> if we have to do a face-off, the photos are going to be so fucking funny because I'm going to be me breaking me fucking neck looking up at the cunts. They're big guys. Oh, shit. Yes. But, uh... Nah, I was thinking though, looking at the, uh, I watched the highlights of the fight. It did to me, as someone who has no idea about boxing, look like Ngano won, won. But, bro, like, that is like gladiator yeah. level shit. Like, you're looking at just two big fucking meatheads. I think Fury's six foot seven. That's what I mean, bro. Like, They're superhuman. And they were, like, they. And Garnu looked the same next yeah. to him, and he's he's fucking jacked, bro. He's so his life's unbelievable. If you like, like in the olden Roman days, yeah. like they would be the guys who yeah. are like protecting the fucking like the king emperor or whatever, yeah. the emperor. You know what I mean? And oh. you're seeing them just fucking punch on. It's insane. I yeah, wouldn't it's, be up to their fucking nuts, bro. Oh, it's amazing. And they're just like 
they train every day on just how to punch as hard as they can. Like, it's so sick. Yeah. Um, very cool. Fuck it. How much did Francis make? Like 25 million or something? Yeah, I didn't get I don't know that yeah. number. Would that shock me? Nah. Nah. Good on him. And I hate, like, I love Dana White. Uh, but, like, Dana White, when Francis left to do this, Dana White was like, nah, he's scared of John Jones. It's like, no. You didn't want to give him the money he was going to earn. Now he's gone and got it. Yep. And now you're like calling him a pussy. He's like, no. If you like, he would. You think he's scared of John? He's not scared of anyone. Yeah. He's not scared of John Jones. Like John Jones is obviously a killer. Right. He's not scared up, of anyone. If you woke <laughs> up and looked at yourself and you looked like that in the mirror, who is he going to be? And like, <laughs> you're not going to be scared of anything. And he seems like a lovely guy too. Yeah. <laughs> when he broke old mate's door, if you caught that on one of the previous episodes, he. Pushed a pool door or vice versa and broke it. Yeah, like a bank or whatever yeah, it was. Like a glass door and yeah. just fucking shattered it. Poor little guys around the show. He's like, what the fuck? And then he's like, I'm really sorry. Yeah. Fixed he, him up. Uh, Got a photo with him. Yeah. No, nah, he's the man. That was cool. That was like a cool thing. Um, but fuck, man. They are. I fucking haven't watched it yet. Have you watched? Is it the like the did the reality series on Tyson Fury? I haven't. It looks because they're just like proper At home with the Furies. Or yeah, yeah, they're just proper gypsies. That, that's the thi- like the culture that that like the the Furies come from. They're fucking the hardest, craziest people that, like ever. Like gy- gypsy culture is fucking Crazy. next. And then like the funny thing about the Furies is he's worth hundreds of millions now because of his boxing career. They still live like gypsies. Like, they just fucking, like, they have, like, a nice house and shit, but they're just fucking lunatics. Like, it's so... Like, what do they do that's gypsy-like? Like, like fucking, like, his kids just all have hilarious gypsy names. Yeah. And, like, he's still just running just the lowest kit. Like, he's still just running, like, just crap, trap, crap, clobber. Like, it's just fucking heaps funny. Um, I haven't watched it, but, like, I've just seen enough of it. Did you see his old man shape up to Ngannou at the weigh-in as well? John Fury's a fucking retard. Yeah, <laughs> so you saw that. So he got his shirt off yeah. as well and walked he's up. A, Ngannou doing a three-way face-off. He's a John Fury is fucking braided, but that's just what these people are. Like gypsies are just, <laughs> and they're all, and they're all as hard as like they're all just fucking crazy yeah, you boxers. Want to fucking catch one in a dark alley. Oh, they love. That's what they just fight. They no just like dates there. nah. They just they love fighting. She had some movie snatch. Yeah, exactly. That's so, my favourite Brad Pitt role. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd agree. Great yeah. accent. Does such a good job. Yeah, it's fucking good. In a little bit more sporting news, just to pad this podcast out a little bit more, uh, Eddie Jones, who, I mean, notorious trader, Wallabies coach, was he in, was he out, led us to our worst ever World Cup result in the history of the fucking Wallabies in the World Cup. He quit today. 10 months into a five-year contract. Uh, he was contracted with the Wallabies up until the end of the next World Cup. He had four years to fucking whip us into shape, break the culture, get us together, and he went, nah, it's going to be a bit harder than I thought, and he fucking quit. Wow. <laughs> he's gone. He's officially quit. He Because he quit, he's not going to get a payout as opposed to if he was sacked or whatever. He could have – he's up for millions of dollars. Like, it was a big job, and he's gone, fuck this, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, come in, tried to rattle the cage a bit, left a few big names out of this World Cup. Um, um, thought it might fucking spark a response. Done and it nothing. Did spark a response. Yeah, just a really bad one. <laughs> just a fucking. Negative and they've one. gone. Didn't even get out of the group stage for the first time ever. And Australian rugby is just in a complete shambles, which we've had a good laugh at a few times on this podcast. It's yeah. just, it fucking. I don't know how these fucking idiots haven't jerried onto it. Like, look at the Penrith Panthers, for example. And I know they're. It's different code, but it's a different code, and like they're at the fucking apex of sporting dominance at the moment. They're kids from the fucking hood. They're from housing commissions. They're from sports high schools. They're from the hood, playing for where they're from. 
the Wallabies and Australian Rugby Union at a schoolboy level and throughout have just insisted for like decades now of only picking from the unis mm-hmm. and from the elite um, high schools, Kings, Joeys, the GPA, like the the sons of the elites. Yeah. They've insisted on doing that for a couple of decades now. Sons of all the generous donators. Exactly. Yeah. And, you, and now you're in this position where no one gives a fuck about the game because it's not the common man's game anymore. It's just for the elites. And we're fucking shit at it because yeah. you're picking all these kids <laughs> that, yeah, they're probably handy athletes, but they're not the freak fucking lunatics. They're not the Stephen Crichtons. They're not the Clearies. They're not the fucking like Moses Leotas and the Fisher Harrises. These Gabe Thomases. Gabe Thomases, exactly. They're not these psycho fucking freak athletes <laughs> who are like playing for where they're from to the same like that's what it is. And like the Wallabies are fucked and I don't know how they're gonna fix it. Nah. Eddie Jones thought he knew, but then he it was a bit more of a job than he thought he went, I'm out. So it's it's just like but they've done it to themselves. How much hair noise do you reckon he has at home? I reckon none. You reckon Eddie he Jones just all doesn't give a shit. He's a fucking he sounded a few sang a short of a picnic basket in the lead up to this thing. Like he was doing these press conferences and like calling journos out and oh yeah, mate, no, nah, that'll do like I was like, this bloke's not the full quit. Yeah, right. I think eh? he, yeah, he's like I don't think he gives a fuck. He's old. That's his second stint as Wallabies yeah. coach. He's had two as He's coached a few, like he's coached England. Is he off to Japan now? Well, was I that think the that, was the, that was the rumour. Yeah. Uh, and then that he interviewed for it even before the World Cup and yeah. denied it, denied it, denied it. And looks like it's exactly what's going to happen now. So there's a bit of sporting news, but fuck. Who gi- also, who gives a fuck? <laughs> also, yeah. Also, who gives a fuck? Like, it's just a headline we had to fill in I remember, Yeah, I remember years ago, I, the Wallabies made a World Cup final when I was in... Island. So they played the All Blacks in the final. And I was like excited about that because I was over there playing rugby union at the time. And that was exciting. But it was only exciting because it was Australia. Like I don't actually care about rugby union. Like I I probably would have been more pumped to see the Socceroos do well at a like at a World Cup or something. Yeah. Like I don't care about that. And I don't think anyone fucking cares. Like the Shoot Shield and the Super Rugby Comp is just no one gives a fuck. Like we said, it's on Stan Sport. Like Fox they don't even cover it anymore. It's nuts. You know, and you know, you make a good point because like a lot of um, like what sport you follow is surrounded like where you're from, right? It's but, tribal, but but like Union doesn't have one. Like you like Melbourne and shit like that. Like their codes AFL, Queensland, New South Wales. Typically the codes rugby league. Yeah, like there's no like state or knit group. Nah. To me, it seems. Nah. That like like rugby union as their top code. Nah, it's like you have the super rugby comp. So you've got the Queensland Reds, you've got the Waratahs, you've got like these states are represented, the Melbourne Rebels. Mm. Um, the I don't know if the Force are back in or not from WA. You have these teams, but no one gives a who shit. gives a fuck. Yep, because like Queensland have also got the Broncos. Yeah, who are fucking killing it, and, <laughs> and like and the Maroons. Yeah, exactly, and like <laughs> the the Waratahs are up against the fucking Panthers, and everywhere in Sydney is divvied up into clubs anyway. Mm-hmm. So like, who gives a fuck about the Waratahs, mate? I'm from. I'm gonna go watch the fucking Tigers or like where, where I'm from. <laughs> well, maybe not. Maybe the not the Tigers. That's a bad example, mate. <laughs> they fucking honk, but um, but yeah, it's just like yeah, suck shit to rugby union. Sorry, yep. sorry, anyone that fucking likes them, but get that up, yes, get that up, yeah. Now, one thing we can transfer over from last week's podcast that didn't make it to this one, because you didn't see it yet, guys, is this week's edition of Daily Blue Tues, and a very topical Tues this week. Sit back and relax and enjoy this one. Guys, it's Chew time. Now, I know we normally reserve the Chews for small businesses around the great city in Newcastle, 
Going something a little bit different this time. Somebody who badly needs our help. The good people at Sarah Lee, obviously we covered on the podcast, have gone into administration last week. We've dug up an old classic, Choc Bavarian. As you can see, Sarah Lee, Choc Bavarian. Looking like shit, but I'm sure it's going to be delicious. Let's not muck around. Let's chew. Biscuit base, bit of chocolatey goodness in there, plenty of cream, mousse. I don't understand why these guys are going so fucking bad financially. We're going to give the Sarah Lee Choc Bavarian 7.8. It's a 7.8 for the Choc Bavarian chew on. Two things to point out about this week's chew if you're watching on video. Firstly, you'll notice uh, by the colour and droop in my eyes that I was gummied up heavily while I did that. <laughs> Secondly, uh, my beautiful partner who served me the Bavarian... I sort of had. I sort of started tearing into it. Notice it was a bit less biscuit than I remember as a young fella, and I was like, I had it, and I was like, that was good. Like, but I remember there was more biscuit base. Anyway, went about my business. Was going back for a second slice. Got to the tray. The entire bottom of the tray was biscuit. She hadn't served me. I'd got a. I'd got a scraping of biscuit. The entire biscuit base was in the tray. I said, Shocking. "What the fuck?" She goes, oh, "I didn't want to cut through it and and bust the tray." I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> So obviously I obviously I ate the whole biscuit tray. Yeah. Like I ate everything. You gotta. You have to. I'm not letting that go to waste. So that was this week's chew, did, obviously. Did, did, did the um two, another thing about that is surely the Bicky gets it an extra point one at least. Oh, if it had had the yeah. biscuit, what did I give it? A seven eight? Yeah. Yeah, you could probably bump it up to a seven nine if it had been served correctly. But and since then, you've shot Sarah Lee a message. Sarah Lee actually liked the reel that we posted saying that we need to get him back in the good books. Yeah, we, we we did a reel last week just talking about we're trying to – we want to help these guys. We are. They're in shit. They're in, they've gone into administration. Australian brand. And we thought, well, fucking guys in the marketing team, start using your brains a bit, reach out to some up-and-comers, mm-hmm. some blokes who could maybe boost your brand a little bit. I, I sent, So we did a reel about that, tagged them in it. They saw it and liked the reel. So I went – Let's stop playing games. I'm sliding straight in the DMs. Let's stop fucking around here. And I sent him a message and said, guys, up and comers here. Mm -hmm. We're open to anything. We will sell out for anything and anyone. Yeah. Let's sell out to Sarah Lee. Let's talk cheddar. So they haven't haven't reached back yet, but the offer's on the table from our end. And shout out to everyone who is ripping into the barbarians in the newsroom. Well, I used the newsroom as evidence of it. Like I said, guys- we got a fucking very loyal audience who love treats. Mm-hmm. As you can see here, we mentioned the Bavarian. Fucking there's like 10 years in the newsroom said, got a Bavarian this weekend, boys, just because I heard it on the pod, which we fucking love. 100%. And I said, Sarah Lee, don't fucking disrespect our audience. I said, they've gone out and bought their Bavarians. Yeah. Now get on the back of this podcast and give us a discount code for those Bavarians <laughs> and let's get you guys out of fucking trouble. Walking out of Woolies. Yeah. Daily Blue. Well, you might be able to buy them online in bulk and use code Daily Blue and get like oh, 10% off or something. Anyway, these fucking idiots don't know what they're doing because they haven't written back yet. But Yeah. Sarah Lee, check your message request. Check your message request and fucking get back to me. Now, guys, it's time for this week's edition of the Daily Blue Dial-Ins. Last week on the pod, we ran a competition for the best dial-in, was going to get one of our leftover shirts. That's been and gone. 
Again, we announced on last week's pod that Dylan with the golden tonsils, golden tonsils. won by a unanimous, uh, pretty much what I'd call a landslide vote in the newsroom, the good people in the newsroom. We left it up to you guys to Tribe decide. Tribe has spoken. Tribe has spoken. Just to admonish, gave myself of any responsibility, we left it up to you guys. Uh, Dylan won by a landslide. That shirt's probably on route. He yep. may even have it by now. I got rid of him today. Respect. So, Dill, hopefully that'll be with you very soon. Um, thank you, everyone. That is a one-off competition. We have no more shirts. Please stop asking for shirts in the dial-ins because we don't have any more shirts now. There is something else coming though, but no yeah, shirts. Yeah, yeah. But there's no shirts. Uh, that being said, there were some fucking. Let's just get into it because this we've heard a few of these dial-ins last week, but there's some good shit coming, guys. Forgive Gabe and I if we don't seem too. Uh, what's the word? Surprised by a few of these because yeah. we heard all these the other day when we recorded, but we needed you guys to hear them because there's some fucking gold in here. Specifically, this one. Bluey, Gabo, BFFG, big fella from Gippsland here. A fella the other week asked what your favourite mosh call was, Bluey, um, which is fucking too many for me to name one, but I thought, you know what? You cunts are fucking awesome and you deserve your own mosh call. So I dusted off the old guitar and microphone and I thought, you know what? I'll have a fucking crack for you boys. <laughs> got nothing on what Polaris oh, or anything like that would do, but I hope you enjoy. You're ready to turn down a little bit, really. Welcome to the wide world of rorts. <laughs> I love this so much. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, we do. and the Daily Blue Crew. If this doesn't get you going, holy shit. <laughs> I wish you could have seen our reaction to that the first time around. Roll on, boys. <laughs> I mean, that is fucking nuts. I, I did make an executive decision last week to send our friend BFFG a shirt because that was supposed to make the cut for the for episode where we were giving it away. Bluey didn't happen to see the message. Yeah. And, uh,. BWFG, he's got a shirt coming his way because that's fucking effort. That's a man putting in effort for the show. But there are no more shirts. I know we just said no more shirts. That gets a shirt. But, but there are but actually... They are literally none. Left. Now we don't have any more. Yep. But that fucking... That cleaned us out of shirts. Yep. And rightly so because that was fucking hectic. That's what he's got to live up to, Dialiners. Yeah. That's the, that's the bar. Hey, blokes. Scully here from bloody Helltown. Love the potty. I've been listening since the beginning. I've just been too slack to fucking ride in or bloody voice in or whatever. On your scale. But I was thinking, so us Aussies, like I went to Thailand at the start of the year and with the missus, with the missus boys, so I don't get any fucking ideas. And they always go, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. And we go back, oi, oi, oi. 
And I'm just thinking, does anywhere else have a fucking saying like that? Like, Americans, what what do you yell? I love fucking guns or something, you know, like Frenchies. Ah, fucking eat frogs, hey. Well, just, yeah, what's your take on it, boys? What do you reckon other countries, Aussie, 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 oi, oi, oi would be? Cheers, blokes, have a good one. Don't work too hard, Blue. And Gabe, fucking try and do a bit of work, cunt. (laughs) Have a goodie. I mean, America obviously has USA. USA. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, USA. Yeah. I mean, it's it's hard to, like, approach this one without, like, having a sliver of racism in there. <laughs> like, what you think another country should be. Like, you know, I don't want to... Nah, just... I don't want to culturally appropriate. Let it rip, mate. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you feel. Uh, I don't know, mate. Yeah. Stop, but what about, you, you're, you're more well-travelled than me. Well, the Irish... I don't know if they have, like, a... Like, a like an Aussie, Aussie, Aussie oil. They were, apparently, the World Cup... The Rugby World Cup just gone. They were singing Zombie by the Cranberries. Yeah. Is it by the Cranberries? I don't know what it's by. Yeah, I don't know. But, but um, yeah, that was like their thing. Like, like After every game, they were singing Zombie, which is pretty cool. Um, you just sing Zombie at an Irish person. They just sing it back to you. They fucking would. <laughs> yeah. They 100% would. They'd, they'd be like, yes. Now let's go have a point. A little bit of a yarn we got into off the back of this last week is that at least the, the UK, in terms of chanting shit, they're way better when it comes to sporting events. Oh, the the English soccer chants are uh, hilarious, ruthless, well thought out, well coordinated. Just They're just assassins. Yeah, it's always just like calling the goalie a wanker. Posh bike takes or it up the ass. Or yeah. <laughs> if you're seeing the Beckham dock, posh bike takes it up the ass. Yeah. Yeah, no, that was a real racist one that I was going to fire off last week that I bit my tongue on. I'm going to do the same this week. So I'll just... <laughs> just uh, Smart, man. Might throw it in the newsroom anonymously. <laughs> hey, Bluey. Hey, Gabe. Hello. Brody here. I'm uh, finally all caught up on the pod. Respect. Loving it. Um, just want to say you two have both inspired me. Uh, Bluey, you've inspired me to ditch the gay vapes. Uh, I've gotten onto the fucking darts now, so... <laughs> Loving them, took a bit to get used that. to, but definitely uh, definitely got the taste for them now. Um, Gabe, I'm uh, smashing curry pies, so thank you for that, brother. But oh my God. I still am hitting the cheese and bacon just because they are still really good, mainly because of the cheese. Um, I got a little claim to fame. I actually went to primary school with Stephanie Gilmore's mum. Uh, I like to think me being a good student took the stress off at home and fucking helped Steph close one in for the surfing championship. Anyway, have a good one, fellas. Cheers, mate. So... Sorry, just to clarify on that one, Stephanie Gilmore's mum was the teacher at the school I went to at primary. So, yeah. Nice. Steph Gilmore, women surfing elite. Uh, pretty, pretty funny inspiring blokes to ditch the vapes and get back on the darts. As Kim K said, we can all do our part with the skill sets we have, mate. I don't know. <laughs> You're getting blokes on the lung busters. Are you serious? <laughs> I might need to have a good look at the sort of fucking brand I'm putting out there, eh? Hey, guys. <laughs> do what you love. I might need to reassess you, game. <laughs> I can't be fucking yeah. inspiring blokes to pick up the darts. That's not good. Yeah, I know. Why didn't fuck? When have I also? When have I ever said to anyone? Go, like, yeah, I bag vapes out. Uh, no, you've definitely said like smoke cigs instead. I haven't. No, I haven't said those words. I've said vaping is fucking like questionable. I reckon you said if you're gonna smoke something, yeah. Make it a cig. Yeah, probably actually. Along those Maybe lines, I, I reckon be, that's coming out of your mouth. I probably shouldn't be saying that. 
<laughs> There's people out there taking it seriously. Yeah. I'm only joking, guys. <laughs> Just kidding. Rothman's Winfield, reach out. <laughs> what are you really smoking with? Well, I can't fucking advertise cigarettes on this podcast. <laughs> That's so bad. Ew, That's fuck so fucking man. bad. <laughs> Morning, boys. This is not Dallas from To The Point Podcast, but love of the pod. Love the pod. The yeah, ultimate human name for a dog is Grandpa. Love this. Grandpa shit on the carpet. Grandpa got out of the gate again. I have to take Grandpa to the vet. Grandpa <laughs> bit the Amazon delivery guy. Can you feel Grandpa's water bowl? He was drinking out of a puddle before. And Grandpa got some bitch down the road pregnant. It works in every situation. All right. Love you, boys. Love you, mate. Hey boys, also trucking around Newey. <laughs> I just wanted to reply to Marty and say that I also hate cyclists and I made up a rumour that oh, I was a good route. My missus swiftly shut that down. Respect. That was uh, in response to a caller that we had a couple of weeks ago that was asking if anyone had started a rumour about you. Mm. Um, I would like a rumour spread about me that I'm a good start too. That'd be great. I've got a big piece. Grandpa got nuded. We had to put Grandpa down. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, lads, Louie, Gabo, your mad rooter. Oh, yeah. Um, just listening to the latest fucking uh, Daily Blue. Sports section getting smaller. Understandable. Not talking about our boy Tim Zoo fighting Mendoza. Absolutely fuck! <laughs> Deserved. Anyway, yeah, as we mentioned, we uh, we dropped the ball. Tim Zoo fought Mendoza, which is fucking like two weeks ago now. We didn't cover it on the pod, which was fucking bizarre because I went and watched the fights at the pub. Yeah. Uh, and now we're boxers too. So we need to be keeping tabs on this shit. Um, we should, yeah, I, we actually, I should be watching these highlights. Yeah, so warranted spray there from one of our loyal listeners. Apologies. Tim Zoo um, big? Like a big guy or yeah. a big No, I know, deal. I know he's a big deal. I know Tim's a nah, big No, he's guy. not a big guy. He's a big, he's a fucking big Like, would deal, you though. be taller than him? Uh, probably. Yeah, right. Yeah, okay. he, so I, I, can, he, I can look for him for inspiration. He punched the fucking shit out of me. <laughs> not hard, no. Not you. Hmm, Bluey. Gabe, I sort of know how to send my yarn if it's over fucking one minute long. But anyway, I'll try to get this in as fast as I can. I just want to say a short, quick one. Love you both. Been listening to you both for fucking and way longer than you've had an actual podcast. Since before Blue was getting paid, since Gabe was getting paid way too much than he should have. Just want to let you know that I love you both. You're both fucking killing it. Every time the podcast comes out, it makes a long week shorter, and I fucking love it. Anyway, this is Big Sweaty from last week. Fat bastard. You can call me Big Sweaty. But to make that clear, Gabe, I'm gonna eat you. But... Yeah, I, I literally just wanted to make a short one. Like, I had a massive yarn lined up, but I couldn't fucking get it in because I'm way too drunk. And I'm nice fucking and too drunk now. And fucking, I'm drunk every day. It doesn't matter. But I love you both. And keep it up, guys. I fucking love the good work. You're fucking both awesome. And mm, fuck you, Gab. You legend. Love you, big fully, sweaty. Fully appreciate, like, really, really appreciate the support. The time that he spent telling us he loves us could have been put into whatever yarn he had. Yep. I'm, I'm confident that whatever story he had, if he didn't spend 45 seconds of the minute... Just sucking us. Sucking us, which is fucking mad, by the way. <laughs> Love getting sucked <laughs> on the dial-ins. If he spent less time sucking, more time yarning, probably could have said what you wanted to say. Yeah. That's just my take on that one. And he also did send a couple more messages, but you had your minute, mate. You had your minute. 
I'm starting to get real fucking... Yeah, he sent another one that was a minute in length and another one at six seconds and then a video. I'm sorry, I don't have time for that. You hey, get, Big Sweaty, we love the support. Thank use, you. Use and your I'll, time wisely on the dialings, brother. I always get lost in the background music. It's it, it fucking... I love people me, ringing up. Me too. And there's nickel, like, there's nickel back in the background. I start vibing to it. It's good shit. Never gonna be... Lads, I'm at the fucking pub. And you wouldn't believe it. Fuck it. A bit of Nickelback has come on and... Long day somehow. Wanna get on and on right now. That's all I got for you. Is that Dill? Uh, that wasn't... <laughs> no, that was not Dill. That was not the golden tonsils. No chance. fucking way better than that cat. <laughs> no, we're never gonna quit. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's acting like we're animals. <laughs> Hey boys, Pisshead Posty here. I've just stopped the back of old mate's yarn about the shit things old blokes say. You know, that, oh, you're loading to the back of my car. Yeah, give me all the piss, yeah. Yeah, I've got another one of them that absolutely fucks me off. Whenever I go to give a bloke his mail and he, says, and he just hits you with a, oh, if, yeah, if it's a bill, you can keep it. <laughs> Fuck off, cunt. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Also, got a little feed for you. Next time you have some, you know, peanut butter on toast, chuck a bit of chicken salt on there. Fuck you, Gabe. It's a XL, by the way. <laughs> uh, Pisshead Posty there. Chicken salt on the peanut butter on toast. Only I th- spoke about this when it first came to air. Uh, only thing I can think of with that is like satay vibes. Are you going to do it for next week's chair? Yeah, yeah. I won't say definitely, yeah, but if... You remind me between now and then. <laughs> right, right. I might eat it and film it. Fuck off. Fuck off. All right, Bluey. Thinking of you, mate. Let's go. Oh, the Nickelback. <laughs> I love people ringing up when Nickelback yeah. comes on. We did touch on last time we recorded. It is a great marketing strategy for us. It's great from us because we, we're just associated with that band now, which are a huge band. And it's like, it could be mutually beneficial for both parties. Like Nickelback potentially going to be benefiting massively from us bringing them back to relevance. Oh, mate, of course. And we're benefiting because anytime anyone hears Nickelback, they think of us. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's just like, it's a gift that keeps giving. Yeah. We brought them back into relevance they're keeping us fucking relevant. If that doesn't get us backstage passes when they come here, I don't know what the I'll be. Le- I'll be. Don't worry, mate. I'll be reaching out. Can you imagine? I'm going to say it because that's how this show works. Uh, imagine if we fucking get Chad Kroger. Imagine if they – because they played the entertainment centre last time they came over. I think we will see Chad Kroger on I'm this gonna, show. I'm gonna, I'll be reaching out and I'll be going through whatever channels their management be like, mate, a fucking 10-minute sit down on yep. this pod, which arguably the biggest pod in the city that you're about to come and rock. Yeah. Give us fucking 10 minutes of your time and come and say thank you to – because you're only back on the scene, by the way, because of us. Yeah. <laughs> And the fucking people that listen to this show. So come and sit down for 10 minutes and say thank you yeah. to the people. That, honestly, they should be reaching out to us for our time. I'd be surprised if they don't. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And and we'll fucking see if we can fit them in. Obviously, I'm going to have to have nothing else on that day. Just kidding. I would fucking do it. I would take the day off. <laughs> yeah. I'll be reaching out. Come on the show, Chatty. As an official DW voice note, as a darling. Fuck Barry, I'm Stevie B. All I gotta say is, Barry, fuck you, yay. You fuck cheese. Gross. And you don't even know what part of the country you're in, mate. Fuck you, get your shit together. <laughs> Checks aside, love you, mate. Love the boys. Love Bluey. 
with Gabo. Up Polaris, Metalcore Forever. Take it easy, boys. Much love. Stevie B, obviously high range there, dialing in from uh, the UK, just letting us know, having a good old stink with his mate over the dialings. Yeah, get that up your Barry. Get that up your Barry, your cat. <laughs> hey, hey, boys. Stud Muffin here. Yeah, the Muffin. Gay Gabe. Fucking get some cheese in here, fucking dog. Ah, oh, fuck. The missus is ringing me. Hey, hey, boys, Stud Muffin here. Fucking gay Gabe. Fucking get some cheese in here, fucking dog cunt. Bluey, love your work, mate. Fucking potty's really getting me through fucking hard days of work, boys, all right? Fucking appreciate yous. Fucking keep doing what you're doing and fucking, yeah, get on with it. You! Hard days of work, you call it. Yeah, some, I mean, for some blokes it is like... Yeah, is we've that, talked is, about that, yeah, haven't we? it is. Some blokes make shitting sound like a full day of work. Respect. Respect if that's you. Hey, lads. Fucking bonds of colour and... Yeah. Fucking bonds of colour and... Yeah. I'm just ringing the fucking call out of me to mine, fucking Fox. You know, for months now, he said he was going to come to the Melbourne Cup with us, like, and fucking at the last minute, he's pulled out on us. Uh, you know, and this is after I've just managed to secure four members' tickets to the Melbourne Cup. Like, these tickets will pretty much grant you access to anywhere on the fucking racetrack, like. You know, these fucking not coming saying, oh, I've got a fucking mortgage and all this fucking shit. Like, fuck your mortgage. <laughs> you fucking come to the Melbourne Cup, you win enough money to fucking just buy your fucking house outright, you fucking mad backwards cunt. <laughs> like, do you fucking hear me, lads? Like, do you fucking support me in calling this fucking weak-gutted cunt out? Yeah. Like, it's just fucking disgusting. Anyway... Fucking, if you think I'm fit for a shirt, then I'm an XL, like, fucking. Anyway, have a good day, lads. Uh, yeah, love that. Empathise with this caller massively because I'm gen- not always, but generally pretty heavy involved in the uh, logistics and organising of trips away, whether it be footy trip, punters, whatever. And it fucking is very annoying when blokes pull out close to the date. It's an annoying hat to wear. It's the one that you've been on the logistics hands of. I don't mind it. I enjoy it. I enjoy booking and etc. Don't mind it. Love making sure my mates have fun. Love like I'd like it. I don't know. On the ideas, man. I like it. Um, Not to say I do it all by myself, but I like being involved in that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is fucking annoying when blokes pull out close to the date, start asking for money back. And give fucking shit excuses. Mm-hmm. If you commit to something, like, especially because, like, generally there's a, 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 a group chat. These things don't just happen a week before the event. There's a good amount of planning yep. and stuff goes into this. And you generally know whether or not you're going to be, one, interested in going, two, available to go. And you can fucking, you have ample opportunity to say, go on without me, boys. The fucking missus is due that day. Or I'm fucking tied on coin. I'm probably not going to be able to afford this trip. Yeah. You know. Before it happens, and you have heaps of time, and fucking, I've seen it happen plenty of times. Bloke pull out and then start asking for money back after shit's booked. After shit's fucking booked, yeah, that's when it so, gets. That's when it gets real bad. So I do wholeheartedly get behind this bloke ringing up and teeing off on this cat <laughs> because it's fucking. And then you've got to either everyone's out of pocket if you can fucking miraculously pull someone out of your ass to get you know come in and pay for everything that yeah, yeah, this yeah. fucking dickhead's bailed on. But then like that other guy like knows they weren't initially invited <laughs> and they're, they're just there to make up coin and shit. 
It's fu- <laughs> they call they're causing a fucking hornet's nest of shit by uh, being a pussy and pulling out late. So I fully get behind teeing off on this bloke because that's fucking coward's behaviour. What Bluey's saying is we don't condone pulling out. Always stay in. Don't pull out. <laughs> Boys, how are we? The executioner from Melbourne here. I'm going to switch the gears a little bit. I'm going to tell you about a time I did some Ugdrays at... Internationally, let's just say. Anyway, fuck it, let's just go ahead and disclose it. So I brought some magic <laughs> mushrooms, mixed it with purple fana in Indonesia and thought it was a fantastic idea to go to that water bomb park in Bali. Yeah, no, nah, that wasn't a good idea at all. So anyway, I had thought I had a high tolerance for Australian mushrooms. Turns out these fucking things over there are ten times stronger. Whew. I... Pretty sure I'd nearly drowned in a water slide, and then I kept getting yelled at by the lifeguard. Get out, get out, you know, yelling at me and shit. I couldn't work out how to use the fucking stairs, and I just threw up purple Fanta and mushrooms all in the pool that you land in at the end. Nightmare. Shit was fucking cactus. I mean, yeah, it sounds like a terrible time. Yeah, no, fuck that, absolutely. Mushies, purple Fanta, foreign country. Waterbomb Park's fun enough without getting off your guts on... Like fucking narcotics. Psychedelics yeah. is the word I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah, the Waterbomb Park in Bali is way fun enough to do sober. Yeah. You don't have to get destroyed and fucking go and enjoy yourself with that thing. If you're someone that's into that shit, like I get, I can see your angle. I can see that you're like, why you'd maybe want to do that. Huge fucking no from me. Yeah, nah. I'd have enough fun just fucking going down the slippery dips. <laughs> There's another mushroom story, which I'll save oh, for next he's back. week. Which is, you know, you'd think someone would learn their lesson after having a, a treacherous trip at a fucking water park in Indonesia, but no, I didn't learn. Question is, what's the craziest place you guys have done drugs or at least get these fucking knockabouts in the fucking newsroom and the fucking dial-ins to tell us what's the wildest place you've done drugs and how did it go for you, cans? Love you, boys. Love the pod. So not incriminating myself. Me and you, you and I, we've never done drugs. Yeah, that. Um, no, but like a story, <laughs> a story that comes to mind. That it definitely, one hundred percent, wasn't me that did this. But it was just funny because I was there. I was in Amsterdam for my birthday, and we got the ferry back to the part of England. I was living in Newcastle upon Tyne, up the north, and you can get the ferry from Amsterdam across. And one of the boys, it's like a, I think it's like an overnight ferry. It might take fucking 10 hours or something. Oh, shit. And one of the boys like, I'm not doing this sober and dumped a space cake like from, and he just went, oh, can't smuggle it on board with me. I'm just going to eat the whole thing oh. and just dump this space cake before he got on the boat. And Story I was as like, old as time. Yeah, and I was like, that's the fucking dumbest idea I've ever seen, mate. Like, I was just going to go to bed and have a feed and get up. And he, uh, yeah, he had an awful, awful trip home. Like, just, just, just heaps paranoid. Crawled, paranoid. I was like, yeah, that was fucking, you're an idiot. Like, yeah, maybe we just limit the, because we are trying to get sponsors on this show, <laughs> guys. So if you want to ring up and talk about drugs, maybe just be a bit creative and subtle about it. Yeah, come up with something. A bit clever. A bit of a wink, nod. Bit of wink, wink, nod, nod. We can still talk about it, but we just got a little bit fucking. Bit more creative. Bit more creative. Or not, or just ring up and say you got, you took mushrooms, whatever. <laughs> whatever, whatever fights you, but this is your show too. Louie. <laughs> Gabo, it's the funk. Yes. We want the funk. Thank you, Gabo. <laughs> I've just realised that I'm definitely going to lose this competition, but I'll take my medicine. I'll take it like a big man. And uh, congrats to Dildo with the big fucking pipes. Yo! Yo, say 
sex is on fire. Turn. Consumed. When the watchers transpire. Stick that one up your dildo, you cunt. <laughs> the funk return. terrible. The funk return serve. Uh, yeah, funk was head-to-head with Dill for the shirt uh, in the newsroom. Lost out on the vote there from the punters, but uh, he's come back bigger and better, as he does. He's a versatile man, our funk. He, he, come, he come with the hot stories. He's got the songs. He can do it all. What a guy. Man of the people. The he fuck. fucking oath he is. Louis, Gabo, Delta Braves here. Quick question for the masses. Boys were discussing threesomes last night at the pub, and apparently it only counts if the two birds add up to a ten or more. Otherwise, you're just an average bloke. What do you think? Personally, I'm not convinced. The old adage, take what you can get, another notch and all that. But one of the boys made a good point. Two threes don't equal a ten. Um, now, first, yeah, firstly, we touched on this, the original recording, but that's just piggish assigning numbers to people. I would never do that. <laughs> Second of all. Um, a nine and a one is a bit how you're going. Also, like, what sort of, like, stud is just, like, strictly having threesomes with two girls? Yeah. Enough enough to rate them and knock them back. I don't, I don't buy into that. Like, yeah, enough to not say it was a threesome. Oh, sorry, I'm not counting that one. It's like they all count. <laughs> it also happened. Like <laughs> They all count. Like, oh, sorry, mate, I'm not counting that one. One of the girls wasn't as, as good looking as I was. That's bullshit in my books. They all count. And all, like, yeah. <laughs> they all count. That's a man who's struggling for that. <laughs> they all count. Ca- yeah, it is. And they all count. <laughs> <laughs> all five of them. Yeah. Yeah, no, they all count. Sorry, I disagree. I disagree with that theory. They all count. <laughs> Boys, I've just knocked off a twelve-hour shift. Come back to camp. Oh. All intentions of chewing my way through a couple of slices of Bavarian. And then I realised, fuck, I've left my crib back at work and I have no cutlery. So I've grasped the cunt with two hands like a pie, and just started chewing. And here we are. There was a photo and video accompanying this, which I won't yeah. be bringing to the pod, but this dude's in the in the raw, tearing into a chocolate Bavarian on his uh, on the camp somewhere, wherever he's working. Just insane. He's, he's covered he's head covered to toe. He's covered in Bavarian. He's got it all over his face, all over his body. I don't know how much he actually ate because he seems to be wearing a lot of it. But So if you're willing, mate, I'd, I'd encourage you to chuck that in the newsroom if you're comfortable because that's fucking hilarious. It is funny, but... It's fucking incriminating too. <laughs> <laughs> what, eating bum and gross? Nude. Bluey. Gabe. Gay Gabe. Shag. It's uh, fucking Captain Shag's lot here. In God's country. Also known as Bar One. Um, I don't know I've missed a podcast for the past few weeks. Not really speak on it. Send me fucking dialings. Me and I. We're chilling. Anyway, got a roar for you guys. Um... So when I used to work at Macca's, I'd get my mate to come in about five minutes before my shift ended. Um, and right before, like obviously he'd order whatever the fuck, like a Coke or whatever. And then I would make myself a meal, like a cheeseburger, like a large fries, like whatever. And I'd make it and then I'd put it in a bag and then give it to him. And then right as my shift ended, I'd go out and sit in his car and eat it. 
and it was free because I wouldn't charge him for it. Bit of a roar, bit of a scam, but who the fuck knows? Let me know, boys. Roar on, roar off. Love you. So he would make the free feed. I'm assuming you get like a free feed while you were on shift at Macca's. I think I'm thinking saying they didn't. I think saying he would make his mate order something small, like a coke, and then while he was packing his mate's order. He would put a whole meal in there for himself after. Oh, yeah. So you just, it's not that creative. He's just knocking off food. Yeah. But it's a real honest. Fu- and it's against the biggest guy, Mackie D's. Fuck them. <laughs> yeah. T- yeah. Smash them. Rawed on? Yeah. Rawed on. 100%. I'm not, I'm still not sure on the rot, but rawed on. <laughs> no, it's, it's good enough for me. Robin Mackers, rawed on. Yeah. Rawed on. He's got a new nickname for myself. I'm calling myself Dumb Fuck. Because I've done it again. What's he done? Just going and fucking. Got absolutely blind at the pub, can't remember fucking what I was doing. Way staying at the pub too. I was fucking alright. And then all of a sudden, allegedly, I was asleep on the lounge and I stood up and fucking threw up in a pot plant. <laughs> in the pub. Damn oh, fuck. And then this morning, waiting for Brecky, had two sips of Powerade. Started sprinting to the toilet, couldn't make it spewed on the front step of the pub. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> dumb fuck pretty unwell there yeah that's head noise deluxe from dumb fuck been there been yeah, there yeah trying to get some fluid in ya, and it's like your body's just rejecting it so deplete the worst is when you're just sucking water back and then you're just spewing water up it's fucking yeah it's he must yeah. have done a job on himself not good there at least dumb, you had to go dumb fuck dumb fuck I uh, got a mail in too which I quite enjoyed this week uh, love the couple's Halloween talk the other week, boys. Have one for yeah, the missus and I were Friday night and Saturday morning for a Halloween party. So they've gone dressed the exact same. His missus got Friday night written on her and she's got Saturday morning. Oh, like so beer goggles like, kind of thing. Yeah, beer that. goggles. Uh, he, I mean, great looking couple, but she's better looking than him. So that's, that's pretty funny there. I that like is, that. That is really good. Very, very funny. The old Halloween. What day? Halloween is this week, isn't it? Uh, it may it may have already been. Oh no, yeah, it might be this. Might be very soon. Spooky. Is it thirty first? Spooky episode. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah. Mate. I don't really give a fuck. Uh, that is our end of our dialing, and subsequently brings us to the end of the show, mm-hmm. guys. Important information: just the fights, basically, twenty seventh of April. Um, that we're going to be fighting. Looking for sponsors, but more so just looking forward to having heaps of fun with it. Yeah, it's going to be fucking sick. Uh, that was our big news this week. Thank you again, everybody who dialed in. Fucking sorry. Yeah, that's the main. That was the main thing. Sorry to keep you waiting for a few days. Um, I, I, I'm praying right now because the podcast went fine last week until I put it in the in the laptop. So it's saying it's recorded. <sighs> that'll, no, break, it, that'll break me if yeah. this one doesn't go out. Uh, yeah, thank you for your patience. Thank you for everyone who dialed in. I think that's it. I fucking hope this cunt goes to Ernia. Yeah, no. <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> now you've just said that. Oh, fuck. Oh, guys, I also decided that I'm going to start filming skits. Finally got the balls to do that. Uh, film my first one. Fuel your sword already. Thank you for showing love on it, commenting. Gabe X Thomas, if you want to check that out. And dial-ins. So if you want to do it, you can message Bluey or I on Instagram. Just a voice message. Or in the link in the bio now, there's a little tab that says um, dial into Daily Blue Weekly. You can click that. It'll give you a voice record option and they'll send us an email. Make it a bit easier for you if you want to stay anonymous. Many, many options for you to get your nonsense into the dial-ins. Let's hope this fucking thing works now. (laughs) I'm praying, bro. Jesus Christ, that'll fucking kill me, eh? Uh, Well, 
If not, that's, you didn't get an episode for two yeah. weeks. So we'll talk if not, to we're talking to a camera again for no reason. We'll talk to you on Friday. Uh, fingers crossed. Love you all. Talk soon. Love you. See ya. Bye. You're my boy, Blue!